Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Coach McVay Show presented by Microsoft Surface. I'm J.B. Wong with Marco Farr and the head coach of your 3-3 three three Los Angeles Rams going into the bye, uh, Sean McVay. Good opportunity tonight to talk about a couple of specifics with respect to the win over Carolina and a few big-picture items as well as the Rams do hit that open date. First Sunday and uh, your third win of the season. Overnight, what would you take away from beating the Panthers? You know, I was really proud of the team's response, J.B. I, I thought they did a great job. I thought defensively, uh, you know, really other than a couple things on that first drive, I thought we played really well. One of my favorite sequences was when we missed a tackle on big play for McCaffrey down the right, you know, down their sideline, and our guys just made him snap it a couple more times, and then it un- ends up leading to a turnover where Ernest Jones gets a great drop, ends up tipping it to Nick Scott, kind of sealed the game. Um, I thought we played really physical at the line of scrimmage. I thought Marquise Copeland had one of his better games. Nick Scott, both those guys shine. Jalen Ramsey gets his second sack um, you know, of his career in back-to-back weeks. So that was big time. And then I thought you know, special teams played much more physical. I was proud of the way that they played. I thought Rush Yeast did a great job of really making his impact felt. And then I thought Michael Hoyt showed uh, why he was a, a former high school running back. He was physical in most of those phases. So I thought Joe D and Jeremy Springer did a great job. I thought those guys played really well against a physical special teams unit that the Panthers brought into town. And then offensively, um, man, was that not an ideal way to go into halftime. Mm -hmm. And you end up having a 16-play scoring drive. You try to steal, see if you can steal a possession and get a two-for-one at the end of the half. And um, they ended up making a good play. It was an uncharacteristic one or one that we can't make. And um, in a lot of instances, that could be demoralizing. And it didn't feel good, but our players didn't flinch. And I love the way that our guys came out in the second half. I thought, man, Matthew led the way. I thought it was great to be able to get a bunch of different guys involved. All of our backs touched the football. A lot of our receivers got involved both in the pass game and in the running game. Um, and I thought that was key and critical. And then, you know, more moving parts on the offensive line. But real credit to those guys for just kind of just staying nice and steady. I thought they played well enough for us to do a lot of good things yesterday. A.J. Jackson goes from right guard to left tackle. Ode Abouche, who you just meet for the first time a couple weeks ago, steps in, plays the majority of the game at the right guard spot um you know and then I thought Jeremiah Colony took a step in the right direction in terms of the communication that we talked about we wanted to be better with Bobby Evans played more physical more fundamentally sound Rob was really uh you know solid at the right tackle position and then I thought uh you know it was really t- it's tough to see with Joe Note boom rupture in his Achilles you're yeah. just sick for him yeah. um but uh but those guys they held it down they competed and uh and they gave us a chance to win and, and ultimately that's what we did and and uh and I thought Alan Robinson really did a nice job as well Sick for Boom. I thought he had it going before he got stepped on. Yeah, it was a bummer, man. I mean, it's just, it's one of those deals that you're just so sick for these guys, DeMarco, the amount of work they get. That's always been the worst part, you know, seeing the injuries for the players that put so much into it um, and how quickly it can just be taken away. But he's been a guy that's shown that he can respond and uh, and return and and, and be a really good player for us. What did we call Hoyt when he was running? A runaway beer truck. Look out! It's got no brakes. <laughs> I know, man. He looked. You know what though? He loved it. I mean, yeah. he fielded it clean. He's got his hands all taped up and stuff. I don't know if he could even feel the football in his hands, nice. but uh, he looked. He brought himself back to his glory days as a high school running back. Nice. Does three and three at the bye give you a license to be as aggressive as you want to be here in the coming days and weeks? I mean, I'm not sure you would have treated it differently at two and four. 
about your hopes, but now you're very much in the thick of it, and you're really in control of your own division and playoff destiny. Yeah, it's a good question. I think, um, you know, if we feel like it's what's best, you know, we've always looked at opportunities to be able to upgrade our roster, uh, but we've never been so decimated either, you know, where you're figuring out, all right, well, what are the ways of trying to figure out you're getting guys back? What does it look like to even find, you know, the best guys that you want to be able to play with as it relates to the five offensive linemen? What does it look like now as you're getting some healthy bodies back in the secondary? We're going to be able to add some guys back to our receiver room and so um, all of those things are on the table what what I what I told the team and you know I think guys that are here they know that that's been a consistent approach since you know since we've been together in 17 myself and less and um, and you know it's really figuring out hey we're going to make smart but aggressive moves into what we feel like gives us the best chance to be the most competitive team as it relates to the remainder of the 2022 season and years after that as well I want to ask you about cup real fast um Great game plan, by the way. You're pretty good at this football stuff. Your receivers all had rush attempts. Your running backs had, you know, pass catches and whatnot. But Cooper Cup, and we were talking about a third and 13 where he picks up 22. Yep. I mean, 22 and gets the crowd going. But not only that, he got your sideline going. So besides what he does as a receiver, what is his role on this football team? What does he mean to this yeah, football I th- team? Yeah, I think energy is created when you make great plays. And he's a guy that's consistently making great plays. I think, um, you know, sometimes you see better than you hear. And he shows what it looks like snap in and snap out. He was really pushing through where, you know, he had a, a contusion on the bottom of his foot that was bothering him and wasn't allowing him to be at full speed. But he found a way to, uh, to be at his best when you know that was required in regards to some of those touches that you're alluding to um, I thought that was a great job by Havenstein and Ben Skoranek at the point of attack we ended up getting uh, guard up on their safety when they were in a quarters type of structure and then him being able to create even more after the catch another third and long conversion on that drive Daryl Henderson had another one that was a big run where a great block by Bryson Hopkins but um, you would ideally not like to be in those third and long <laughs> situations because we didn't do good things before that but those were big plays Playing above the rim like Allen Robinson was able to do. You know it's NBA season. Yes. Hoops is upon us. Um, What did that mean to him and to Matthew Stafford putting the ball in those places? You know, I thought it was great because those are the things that Allen has done, JB, as you guys know, over the course of his career, whether it be in Jacksonville or Chicago, and just giving him those opportunities, establishing that rapport between he and Matthew. Where does he like it? Where are those things where it's an us or nobody type of throw? And there was a couple examples of those guys connecting like that during the course of the week of practice. And we always talk about the practice performance, the practice performance, preparation equal in game reality that was it it displayed at its finest um, with those guys and that was a great job really on the fade and on that play making two good catches I thought his play action catch really got us moving on that drive that ended up leading to his touchdown and um, it was it was good to be able to get Allen involved where he's got five catches on six targets and got to keep figuring out ways to do that to me to us I think that's where he's special where you're playing the game up here you're exactly right and those are the things that while it might be a little bit different than what we've been accustomed to doing um, it's about what's best for the players Mm -hmm. and that's what we've got to keep doing and that's what I've got to keep doing a better job of is being open-minded to what do these guys do and how do we try to find ways of uh, making that come to life for the players and and for the you know the best chance for our football team for our offense and really for those individuals to execute and contribute at their highest levels for the team and I thought that was a great you know great demonstration of it yesterday that uh, you know hopefully we can build on he was wide open for another one too 
after mm. his uh, his conversion down the side. That he was. <laughs> <laughs> it's still out there. Uh, ben Skronik's first touchdown. Oh boy. And it awesome. comes on a, a jet sweep. I'm not sure how familiar you are with his college tape, but he ran a very similar uh, play in against North Carolina uh, with Tommy Reese and Brian Kelly in Notre Dame. We did he? Re- we relived I'm, that earlier today. Yeah. No kidding. I got to see that. I did not know that. Third quarter, a third down. Yeah. Um, but, wow. but the one you got yesterday, speaking of Allen Robinson, leading the way on that block. Huge block. He and, did a great uh, job. You know, I thought they're in a man coverage. He ends up pushing his guy off just enough. He ends up cracking on the traveler. And, and then uh, the guy that's playing him and man is kind of just a little bit late to react. And now... Benny's tiptoeing and skipping in. From, and so uh, is Rob. Yes. Rob couldn't even find work I on know. that play. And Ben blew him off. You know, I mean, <laughs> you know, Ben was so excited. You know, Rob's trying to celebrate, and he went sprinting away. But that was that play right there was a great you know um, demonstration, and really I, I keep using the word illustration, but of seeing the guys so happy for their teammates. Exactly. I mean, if you see Cooper Cup, if you see Allen Robinson, Havenstein yeah. was trying to chase him down. He was so excited. Higby, all those guys, they were fired up for him and. Um, you know, that that's what you love is guys playing for one another, seeing the, you know, people get excited for each other's success. That's, that's what good teams do. And I thought that was on display yesterday. I, I know you mentioned it, but the guy is coming in for boom, Alaric going over to play left tackle. You bring in a boost mm-hmm. to play right guard. I mean, in the pinch and the communication was there. I mean, that's great from one week to the next. You got to call that out. Yeah, yeah. it really was. And, and that was uh, that was a key factor in, in yesterday's outcome. I thought Matthew, uh, just his overall command, you know, I, I think what sometimes can get lost in all of this is that, you know, the offensive lineman got so many new moving parts. Well, the only one of the main reasons why you're able to at least try to keep your head above water and find a way to get a win yesterday is because of the command from your quarterback mm-hmm. um, and his ownership and his ability to be able to work in unison, not only with Jeremiah, but the rest of the offensive line, and then even get an echoed and articulated to the backs relative to their responsibilities and uh, whether they're going to be used in protection if we've got six, you know, committed to it and, um, he's a stud. He did a great job. And a lot of the things that he did yesterday that were key for us winning that game won't show up on the stat sheet. Who are the Rams on the roster who might be back for San Francisco on the other side of this bye? Yeah, I think when you look at it, you know, Brian Allen, we expect him to be back. Dakobe uh, Durant should be available. Um, Troy Hill, we expect to be able to get back. Van Jefferson, um, those are big deals. And then we'll get Bobby Brown off of the suspension. You know, so a lot of guys that um, we should be getting back. Exactly how that unfolds and how we utilize those guys is something that after we finish talking, you know, we'll we'll kind of work through. I'll work through with Les and his group and and our coaching staff and and to figure out, you know, what is the best balance of of what uh, gives us the most competitive forty eight against the Niners when we come back off of this bye. That was our first rap sign. I love it. No, uh, <laughs> defensively, um, I thought this defense, and I hate to say great, good, whatever, because it's so early, but they are dialed in. And they understood the assignment. I mean, it was McCaffrey, let's attack that guy, let's hit him. But I continue to be impressed at their football IQ, the small adjustments they make to go from, like you said, they're having success to they're out and punting. I think that is amazing what your defense is doing. Yeah, I think that's a real credit to, you know, those guys and then also Raheem and his leadership with the defensive coaching staff. And so um, I agree. I I see it exactly the same way. I thought, um, you know, one of my favorite sequences that I've mentioned is is when, you know, McCaffrey ends up breaking that long check down down the, you know, their sideline, you know, towards the latter part of the game when we're up 24 to 10. And, you know, you can it kind of takes the air out of the, your sail a little bit, but the guys just found a way to just tighten up, play good, red area defense, and then it ultimately leads to a turnover, and then the offense closes it out in a four-minute situation. And so I thought that was great. Uh, Jalen getting another sack, like I had mentioned, but it was um, 
it was it was good. It was uh, after the first drive. Thought we settled in to stop them, force them to a field goal. Um, I thought those guys really did a, did a nice job of making those adjustments that you alluded to. Sir, there's something burning inside Jalen. It really is. Yeah. Either you can get warmed by it or burned by it. You know what I mean? He's, he's, he's really playing at a really high level. He's got a great energy. I mean, even if you watch the way that he's playing on some of these punt return opportunities mm. as a vice, holding guys up, um, he's brought it. He's been outstanding. I think his leadership, um, his, his just game day energy, it's been, uh, it's been great. Fair to refer to Darion Kendrick as a starter at this point, the way that he stepped into the lineup for you? I think he's earned the right to continue to be on the grass, you know, in, in a lot of these situations and whether it's in those two corner groupings or not. But he's uh, he's played really well. He's a guy that, similar to Jalen's swag and confidence, you see a similar demeanor. I think Jalen's rubbed off on him in a positive way. He's always kind of had that that makeup mm-hmm. as well as a player when you evaluated him coming out of Clemson and, uh, and out of Georgia. But I've been really pleased with him, and I know uh, the rest of the coaches feel that way also. Uh, speaking of speed times, I don't think you were fast enough to get the timeout before the third quarter uh, to Ronnie Rivers. Yeah. Were you, were you oh. trying there? Oh. I was because I yeah. thought we were going to take another delay. Yeah. You know, uh. I mean, the clock was ticking down, and fortunately it was like right in between where, you know, it, it, what they say is when it goes to zero, those guys see zero on the clock, then they flash back to the ball, and if it's not snapped yet. But it was because I was trying to get that off, and you know, sometimes the things that don't work out, you know, can be good, good to blessings. be a half step slow on that one. Yeah. But how about the way you deployed him? I mean, his debut and he's in there on first and 10 from your own seven. Yeah, in addition well. to the uh, a couple other reps he got in that screen. pass. Yeah, he did a good job on that screen. I thought it was a great feel for him. Uh, he didn't have a lot of space to operate with on the uh, carry from the seven. Um, <laughs> but but I was I was pleased with him. I thought, you know, being ready to go, getting his first experience. I think a lot of guys can draw a lot of confidence from getting an opportunity to get into these real games, see what it feels like. And now, you know, it's not. Not too big for him two things is it fair to give that delay penalty to a quarterback because i think that you have it, to give it to somebody but yeah, yeah here's what i fair? would say well uh i think it just depends on the situation you know sometimes i know i've been the culprit of why we've taken delays you get a play call in too late um you know sometimes a guy's trying to move or somebody doesn't know what they're doing if we've got a couple plays called and so um i think each play is its own separate entity and each delay of game but uh Sometimes I'd say yes, sometimes I'd say no. It just depends on where he looks after the flag. Uh, Marquise Copeland, I hope it was something that he was doing that yeah. got him reps versus what the other guy wasn't. No, 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 no. It was more of, you know, Greg had some soreness in his shoulder. I wanted to limit his uh, his reps where he just kind of played in some of those pass downs. Um, you know, I, I think it'll be good for him to be able to get himself feeling a little bit better, but I thought Copeland did a great job. You know, he's mm-hmm. always been a guy that's maximized his opportunities. Eric Henderson does such a great job with that room in general, um, and Copeland did his thing and got a game ball. There are bye weeks, and then there are bye weeks with the San Francisco 49ers waiting on the other side. And regardless of what they do at Kansas City, you know that when you come back to the field, you're going to be playing for first place and control of the NFC West, Sean. Yeah, and that's a good thing. And there's still a whole lot of football left after that as well. But um, I think in spite of all the different things that we've worked through, that's all you can really ask for. Um, And guys have found a way to be relevant enough, to win enough games, um, regardless of what we've gone through up to this point. And and really, this will be a blip in the radar if we handle our stuff the right way um, as the season continues to progress. But I think it'll be good for guys to be able to get away a little bit, catch their breath, good for us as coaches to look at what are the ways that we can improve, uh, what are some of the different alterations and adjustments that we need to make relative to the scheme and utilizing the personnel best we can. Um, and then, uh, yeah, it'll be good to, to be able to come back and uh, play the Niners at home and, and see if we can, uh, you know, have a performance that that's worthy of trying to get that dub. 
Well, since it's a buy, I'm extending the 24-hour rule to 48 hours. <laughs> I'm, I'm enjoy this one bit. more day. How about that? Just one more since we got the buy. Good for you. You go back to work. I'm going to have fun. <laughs> I like <laughs> yeah, it. Something tells me no buy for the, that no couch doubt. over there. Sean, thank you for stopping by. Yep. Congratulations on finding a way to get into 3-3. Three and three. Can't mm-hmm. wait to see what uh, the second half of the season has in store. Thanks, guys. For Sean McVay, for DeMarco Farr, I'm J.B. Long. This has been the Coach McVay Show presented by Microsoft Surface. Oh, 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 oh,